everyone. Welcome to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. On today's episode, I want to talk about having difficult conversations. And this episode is being recorded during the pandemic, um, COVID-19, as well as in the midst of a couple of um, very high profile events that took place um, this week with regards to people of color, black males in particular. In one instance, there was a um, white woman who uh, called the police on a um, African-American man who had asked her to leash her dog in Central Park. And um, she essentially weaponized her, um, her whiteness, quote unquote, by um, calling and pretending that she was being threatened in order to call the police on him. Um, the second instance was um, a man, uh, George Floyd, who was in, in Minneapolis, and he was detained by police. And during his arrest, um, one of the police officers actually um, kneeled on his neck and, um, and suffocated him so that he ended up dying um, as a result. And so there have been so many conversations on social media, there have been conversations within teams and workplaces, there have been conversations with people, um, in a lot of cases, very heated conversations about their differences and about the ways in which they believe that um, other people should think, other people should act, other sh people should change. And so I wanted to talk today about having difficult conversations. And this is difficult conversations about race. It can be difficult conversations about sexuality, about diversity, about inclusion, about equity, about politics. Um, if you're working in an organization, it can be difficult pop conversations about vision, about execution, about the direction of the organization or the team. Any situation where you are having to have a conversation that can get emotional, that can be divisive, and that can ultimately become very destructive. And so people aren't always going to agree. We're all individuals. We all have our own um, set of perspectives. We have our own journey, our own experiences, things that make us who we are and cause us to think the way we do, which then in turn causes us to behave in a certain way. So understanding that people are not always going to agree and understanding that people are inherently different, how do we have difficult conversations about things like race and diversity and inclusion and disability and sexuality and vision and direction without it dissolving and disintegrating into arguments and name calling and people being obstinate and, and, and difficult just for the sake of being obstinate and difficult. So because conversations like this are usually divided or divisive um, into different camps in terms of what people believe, and you have people who feel that they are the victim, um, people who feel like they are, uh, um, they are not understood, 
people who feel as if they really don't have a voice, um, people who feel as if their way is the best way and they have all the answers and their truth is the truth. Um, there are so many different nuances that go into communicating and to having a really rich dialogue that will move you towards common ground that I wanted to take the time to actually address some of that. Um, when I heard about the two incidences that, I'm, that I mentioned earlier, as, as an African-American woman, I felt the anguish. I felt the exhaustion. I felt the, oh my gosh, this is once again happening. I felt all of that. And then for other people who have not walked in my shoes, who have not been privy to discrimination, who have not understood what it means to be fearful of your life and people that you love and their lives and, and worrying about your place in society and wondering why people would choose to hate or people would choose to treat you differently just because of the color of your skin or just because of your ability or just because of your your sexual preference or your sexuality. There are so many ways in which we can find to divide us that sometimes, and a lot of times really, especially in this climate, it is so difficult to have conversations where we can come to a meeting of the minds. So I thought, why not share my thoughts about this and why not share some um, some suggestions that I have for people to be able to create a dialogue that may lead towards something that is worthwhile. And so there are pretty much three things that I offer as suggestions for um, when you want to have difficult conversations. And, and these are things that would work with any group, any person. Um, it does not have to be solely about race. It does not have to be solely about, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It does not have to be about, you know, really personal subjects. It can be about anything. But I think if we want to truly start to move towards change and we want to move towards creating a better environment for people to be able to work collaboratively and cooperatively and to create a new sense of um, connectiveness, then we need to kind of get some ground rules in place. And so the first one is listen, don't hear. Hearing is physical. When you hear something, you hear sounds, you hear words, you hear um, tone, you hear things. And a lot of times when we're hearing things, we tend to fill in the gaps based on what we think is coming, based on what perspective we think is being presented based on what we think of the person that's communicating with us. Hearing just means that you're taking in the words, you're taking in the sounds, and you're not, you're, you're filling in your gaps based on what you already know. Listening, however, is intentional. Listening requires not just the physical act of, of hearing and processing sounds, listening requires your mental attention. Listening requires your emotional connection. Listening is active. Hearing is passive. And if you want to get to a point when you are having difficult conversations with people, you have to not just hear them in order to respond. You have to listen in order to understand. 
because only by truly understanding, only by truly trying to make that connection and empathizing and, and, and getting a sense of what it's like and what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking and why I have come to this point in my journey, that's the only way that people are going to, one, feel comfortable and open with expressing themselves with you and to you, and two, that opens the door for a much richer dialogue. Because now if I'm listening to you and I'm really absorbing what you're saying and I'm really connecting to what you're saying, then you'll be more open to sharing. You'll reveal things and give me insights and give me glimpses and give me more information that I can use in helping me to be able to make better decisions in helping me to understand best how to uh, treat you, how to engage with you, how to connect with you, how to work with you. And it'll give me another way of understanding you and myself, because now we will have an exchange of ideas. If each one of us is focused on listening to the other, truly actively listening, having our minds settled and, and focused on what it is that you are attempting to communicate and being open to emotionally connecting with what you're going through, what you're feeling, what is it that you've been through, what is it that you are, are bringing to the table, then by sharing that, we're able to form a more trusting way of communicating and we're also able to create a safer environment in which to create, um, to communicate. So that's number one, listen, don't just hear. Number two is to think outside of your own box. We have our own boxes, our perspectives, our experiences, our biases, our beliefs, our vision, our sense of what's right and wrong, our, um, our, our perspective and our opinions and our viewpoint about certain situations. And all of those things create a box. That box serves as the foundation or the starting point for us that shapes the way we think about things, the way we interpret things, the way we feel about things, the way we communicate when it comes to different situations, the way that we process information, the perspective and the lens that we use in order to um, receive information and make a decision about what's next. When you are trapped only inside of your own box, you are only thinking about walking in your own shoes. You're only thinking about the perspective and the experiences that you have. And if you are not open to walking in someone else's shoes and opening the box to see what's in their box, you are only communicating with someone based on your perspective and your journey. Your journey that you have traveled is according to your map of the world, the way you see the world. But there are different routes to get to the same destination. I grew up in the South. I was a part of a single parent household. I was the first person in my, in my family to go to a four year university. I was the first person in my family to go to Ivy League University. I am the only girl in a house of brothers. There are so many things about me that other people may share in that particular journey 
of being the only, the, the first in their family to go to college, being, you know, um, an African-American woman that is the first to go to Ivy League. There are so many people who have traveled and gotten to those destinations and had those waypoints in their journey. But their exact path is not the same as mine. So even though we share some waypoints in our journey, the entire map of how we got from point A to point B to point C to point Z is not exactly the same. And when we tend to think within our boxes and we feel as if, oh, I've traveled that road, so therefore this is the only way that, this, that, you, can, that you can achieve that destination. This is the only route that you can take. And here are the benchmarks of all the experiences that you are going to have because that is what I have had. That's not the way to communicate. That's not the way to facilitate a difficult conversation because you have to understand and accept that just because we may have shared some waypoints along the way, and just because we may have started out in a similar um, launching point and ended up in a similar at a similar destination, that does not mean that our journeys are exactly alike. That means that we have to be open to the fact that our way is not always the only way or even the best way. Because with billions of people on the, on the earth and millions of people in, in, in each country, and there are so many nuances to each person's journey, you can't simply pigeonhole, you can't simply categorize, you can't simply put people into neat little boxes. And I will tell you that yes, fear and misunderstanding and division come about because we are not willing to be open to other people's perspectives and we are not willing to be open to the fact that other people have traveled different journeys and different paths to get to where they are. So we have to go back to number one, listen, not just hear. We have to take ourselves out of being the center of the universe. Yes, everything that happens to me is important because it's happening to me and it is me. It's important to me. But we have to start thinking about things from a different perspective. We have to start understanding that just because my best friend was white or my best friend was from South Carolina or my best friend went to Penn or I knew someone who did, that does not mean that the person in front of you is exactly the same as the person that you knew. It doesn't mean that the person in front of you, even though they may check off certain boxes, oh, female, African-American, Ivy League educated, grew up single parent household, doesn't mean that who I am and who Keisha is, and in communicating with Keisha, it does not mean that I am going to respond, react, communicate, think, or be amenable to the same things as the person that you're comparing me to. We like things to be easy. We like to categorize, we like to simplify. And so in doing that, we tend to look for things that are the same, that are similar, because those are more comfortable for us to deal with. Those are more comfor comfortable for us to adjust to, because hey, I know this, 
so therefore I'm not afraid. Oh, this seems familiar. Okay, so it's not something new that's going to challenge me. Learn to think outside of your own box. Learn to accept the fact that other people do have perspectives that are valuable. Learn to be willing to be open to the possibility that there is more that you simply do not know. The third thing, shift your mindset from explaining to learning. Shift your mindset from explaining to learning. When you are in the midst of a difficult conversation, particularly a conversation that is emotional, that is quote unquote heated, that has a high threshold of, um, of, of accountability or change, or it is something that is so different from what you're normally used to, or it is something that is gonna move you and all the people that you know, or all the people that you work with, or move your world in a way that is so different from what you're used to, so different from the norm. We have a tendency to explain our point of view. We have a tendency to come at this as if we're right. Let me tell you why we're right. Let me try to explain to you and convince you and show you why this is right. When you're talking about ways in which you are right and you're trying to prove your point, then you're just explaining. You're not listening. You're just giving facts. You're listening to dispute. You're listening to discount. You're listening to change someone's mind instead of being open to learning. When you're learning, you ask questions. Not asking questions to figure out how to convince somebody that they need to do something different, but asking questions in order to understand. Asking questions to really get a sense of the other person's perspective and why they think the way they do. And what is it that has gotten them to this point based on their journey? Having difficult conversations does not have to be something that you shy away from. It does not have to be something that is so emotionally charged that you feel as if you're attacked. It does not have to be something where both parties walk away feeling as if they were never heard and that the other person had absolutely no intention of being open to their perspective. When you are open to having difficult conversations, you are open to change. You are open to changing yourself, changing the way you think, changing the way you operate, changing the way that you move in the world. When you're open to having difficult conversations, you're open to growth. You're open to understanding that you are not the end all be all and you do not know it all. So as a result, you are going to enlighten yourself and learn and grow and adapt and maybe adopt a different way of thinking and a different way of doing. When you are open to having difficult conversations, even if it's uncomfortable in the moment, you will become better as a result. Even if the conversation does not ultimately go in the direction that you thought it should or you think it should, 
even if the conversation is one where you are so far out of your comfort zone that you wonder if it's going to when it's going to be over because it is so painful to go through even if you did not intend on having this conversation even if you wondered if the conversation really makes any difference at all the two situations that i mentioned earlier happened one day apart back to back and it was a lot to process because as an african-american woman i've dealt with racism my whole life as an african-american woman i know what it feels like to feel afraid that a situation that i am walking into may become volatile or violent or turn out in ways that i don't feel like i'm going to come out on top or even safe because of my past. I understand what it's like to not know why in the world I'm being judged just because of the color of my skin, which is something I had no control over. I know the exhaustion that, that I feel when it comes to yet another case where I am being forced to explain or justify or even defend my right to exist. When we start looking at having difficult conversations around change, and we start looking at what is it going to take for us to be able to make things different in this world? What is it going to take for us to be able to move the needle into a different direction so that we can be better overall? We have to be able to have difficult conversations. We have to be able to be truthful with one another and not hurtful. We have to be accepting and not dismissive. We have to be thicker skinned in terms of not taking it personally, but open to empathizing and sympathizing and being an ally and an advocate for each other and not just falling back on the status quo of this is how it always is. This is how it's always going to be. This started way before I ever got here and it's not going to end with just me. And I don't know what to do because I don't think this way, but I know others who do. And what can one person do? Having difficult conversations means that you are willing to be uncomfortable. Having difficult conversations means that you are not putting the onus and the responsibility on others in order to make you feel better. When we're having a difficult conversation, it's one that's uncomfortable because we already know that there's going to be a disconnect between what we see and what they see. It's an uncomfortable situation because sometimes you may not even have the words to express what it is that you need to convey. It's a difficult conversation because the other person's upset. It's a difficult conversation because the other person feels marginalized. It's a difficult conversation because the other person feels attacked. It's a difficult conversation because the other people, the other person really can't relate. It's a difficult conversation because I can't see the world the way you see it and therefore I don't want to talk about it. But difficult conversations are necessary. If we are really going to be serious about change 
And that's change in any sense of the word. If we are serious about change, if we are committed to change, if we are welcoming change because we understand that the way things have been done has not been working, the way things have typically gone in the status quo is not fair, the way the world has always worked is not equitable or equal or even just justified. We can no longer operate from a place of it is not my problem because this is the way it has always been. Change is a process that begins with an event. A huge part of this process is being able to have a conversation with someone else that is difficult because you understand that at the end of this conversation, what was is probably not going to be what is. Being open to change, equipping yourself for change begins by equipping yourself to have difficult conversations with people who are at odds or have different perspectives or have different world experiences or have different thoughts and ideas than you do. And it doesn't matter if it is having a different perspective on the goal and the direction and the vision for a company, an organization, or a team, or having a difficult conversation about the role of race and privilege and class when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion in the spaces in which we work and we live and we navigate. Difficult conversations are necessary if you want change. Difficult conversations are required if you are serious about the process of change. There is no way that within an organization you can focus on and enhance your engagement, your learning, and your leadership if you do not have difficult conversations. People are going to need to be uncomfortable. That is a per prerequisite. That is a requirement. That is a baseline assumption and expectation. You will be uncomfortable because you will be going through change. Change is a process that begins with an event. Regardless of whatever the event is, it will start you along the process of having the difficult conversations so that you can learn, you can grow, you can develop better ways of connecting, you can learn from each other, you can lead each other through, and you can celebrate each other's differences as a way of enhancing what needs to happen and how things need to change. You cannot be serious about change without difficult conversations. And you cannot be serious about difficult conversations unless you are open to the fact that your way of thinking about it is not the only way. You have to be willing to understand that the way that the world has always worked in terms of the status quo is not necessarily the way that it should work. And I will leave you on this final note. Each person is important and integral to this this whole process of change. Each person is integral and important 
to this process of having difficult conversations because each person has to bring their whole selves to the table. They have to lay it all out on the line and say, this is who I am, but I am willing to listen to you. I am willing to learn from you. I am willing to put my box of assumptions and experiences and vision aside to truly listen and empathize and connect with your journey and your vision and your experience. That is the only way this is gonna work. You have to come to the table authentic, vulnerable, and open to the truth and willing to be swayed, willing to change, willing to understand that, you know what? This may be hard, but we're gonna come out better on the other side. I hope this has been helpful for you. You can listen to us twice a week um, on all of these different platforms. Go to my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com for more episodes, more insights, and ways that you can connect with us. I hope that you are opening yourself to the possibility and the promise and the potential inherent in change that begin with having difficult conversations. Until next time, I'm Keisha Rivers, President Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Until next time.